morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. Thank you for getting your day started with the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin. Thank you for listening to the show today. On 7.31 a.m., we have stories in gaming. We have stories in entertainment. And we have stories in sports. Today is Tuesday, September 13th, 2022. Joining me today on 7.31 a.m. to talk a little bit about some of the gaming stories. One in particular that is just massive coming on today 7 31 a.m sir elton jones elton i am traveling to new york today i'm gonna be out there for a good 10 days brother i'm excited to see you man oh it's gonna be lady bo wait excuse me sir bo templin you feel <laughs> me we're gonna get bacon egg and cheese we're gonna go talk to ock at like 3 a.m to get us something to eat you know what i mean one dollar pizzas oh it's gonna be amazing bo all of it, all of it, all of it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna create like a little bucket list of the things that I just want to check off the list. Now, this is my third, this is my third work trip to New York mm. in the last year, and both times I've been out there for over a week. So I'm not that I'm like some regular by any means. You know, I'm no, I'm no townie, but starting, starting to get a feel up. Well, I, I like the fact that you've gotten in the rhythm of being a New Yorker. Like, uh-huh. I'm sure when you go to Times Square, you don't take a mixtape from anybody, correct? Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was lesson number one learned first <laughs> night that I was out there. I got handed like eight of them and uh, I listened to about a good 20 seconds and said, OK, won't be listening to the rest of these. <laughs> Bo, a smart man, a true city slicker. <laughs> Elton, that's great. Elton, let's start today, 731, by saying happy birthday to Tyler Perry. Happy birthday to Swizz Beats. Elton, on this day in 2019, the movie Hustlers was released, along with the movie Almost Famous. But you ask me, Elton, maybe the most interesting thing that happened on this day (laughs) is in 2009, the infamous Taylor Swift's Kanye West moment happened. Mm. Elton, I'm not really sure what I can say to add to this iconic moment in pop culture. Kanye West was drinking Hennessy that night. That's one of the things people like to bring up. Quote, yo, Taylor, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. And then, of course, the camera would cut over to Beyonce sitting front row and she's going, oh, Kanye. <laughs> Ellen, what do you remember from this moment? I just remember this is post graduation Kanye, right? He gave mm-hmm. us three joints in a row. And then this moment happened and the wheels that started to turn. It went extremely left and people were like, I don't think I'm a Kanye fan like I used to be. Even Obama boat. Even Obama call him a jackass. That's tough, bro. That's tough. And <laughs> what's really a bummer about it is like those albums that he had put out in the years leading up to this 2009 moment with Taylor Swift. Like there's so many great messages and there's so many heartfelt moments, whether you're talking about like the songs about his mother or talking about like growing up in Chicago, like it wasn't always the best. And he's always talking about the gratitude that he had for just like being someone who was grounded. And then you have this moment where he's got a crazy haircut going. Mm. He's wilding out. He's showing up with a bottle to the show. Like the change happened. You know what I mean? Like it was it was before that 2009 moment that it happened. But you're right, bro. It, it's a significant 
timestamp in the Kanye West era. Uh, Elton Courtney Connect, the 137 team member who does a lot of work over in Collectibles, actually found a trading card of that moment. And right now you can find it on eBay for about $318. Hmm. I feel like I'd hmm. put that in a vault and let my great, 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 great grandkids cash in on it at some point. Yes. Yes. This is uh this this is our Bible. You know, if Jesus had a card, it would look something like it would look something like this. All right, Elton, enough goofing around here. Let's get into the show. Elton, I want to start over in gaming because we got two stories on the show, but one of them is just massive. So let's let's break it down. What do we got going on in gaming? Gaming. Yeah, so last Saturday was crazy, right? My man Connor, he was covering D23 and all the MCU announcements and, and Star Wars announcements. I, on the other hand, was covering the Ubisoft event, which was the uh, Ubisoft Forward live stream. So they put on, you know, this big showcase for games like Mario plus Rabbids and the Division and the Skull and Bone series. The wildest thing that happened during this event was the fact that we got a showcase within a showcase, and it was all about Assassin's Creed. Now, during that Assassin's Creed showcase, we learned about five. Yes, I kid you not. Five new Assassin's Creed games. So the next mainline series entry is called Assassin's Creed Mirage, which will take place in 9th century CE Baghdad and feature a new character named Basim. Now the other upcoming games announced were Assassin's Creed Codename Jade, which takes place in ancient China, Assassin's Creed Codename Red, which is set within feudal Japan, Assassin's Creed Codename Hex, which is spelled H-E-X-E, which is quoted as being a very different type of Assassin's Creed experience. And finally, Assassin's Creed codename Infinity, which is being set up as this kind of like hub for the series and its future entries and a new way to play future Assassin's Creed multiplayer modes. Basically, Ubisoft is going all in Assassin's Creed. You got a whole bunch of games, multiplayer expansions, maybe another movie. The first one was terrible, but who knows? Movies, TV shows, apparel, books, everything you could think of. Assassin's Creed is going stupid hard for the next like five or six years. Elton, the entire thing, the the entire story about Assassin's Creed here and the announcements, right? Like to mention five is crazy. That's an insane release for them to say that. To the actual gamers who play Assassin's Creed, I think they're more interested in some of these time eras that you're going to be going to play in. Whether you're talking about ancient China, Mm. Japan, the future of Assassin's Creed, whatever that may be, ninth century Baghdad, like these are crazy, crazy, crazy eras that you're going to get to play. And to me, that's what stands out in this story. Yeah, if you're somebody that played Ghost of Tsushima, you're like, dude, that was Assassin's Creed Japan. But it's like, Ubisoft's like, no, we can do that. <laughs> Allow us to show you how it's done. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, Elton, I definitely want to stay on top of these stories moving forward on 731 Amp. Because, the like, I don't know, this feels like a really big deal to me. I love these games. Um, and I'm excited to see what they look like here in the near future. We got one more story in gaming, correct? Yeah, so quick update this one's all about just halo infinite so bonnie ross she's the founder and studio head for the game's development studio 343 industries yesterday she announced that she's departing her role there so the main reason for this permanent leave of absence is due to her attending to a family medical issue so we want to you know send our thoughts and prayers to her on that now the following leadership role changes have been made due to that change 343 industries production lead pierre heinz is now the head of the studio Brian Kosky will become the general manager of franchise and Elizabeth Van Wick will now take on head of business and operations. I know a lot of fans of Halo Infinite have just been like, 
the updates have just been so little too and it's, it's like too little too late and the news coming out about that game has just been negative the whole time but hopefully with these personnel changes good things will finally come to halo infinite in the near future and far-flung future who knows at this point halo infinite needs a win right now and i'm just i just want to see that franchise get back to where it used to be like halo 1 halo 2 halo 3 days you know what i mean bro i mean I don't know that there's an argument Elton that could be made mm. that Halo one through three. I don't know, man. I think you could really argue that there's there's not a better one, two, three in in all of gaming. Mm. Like I, it's close. Like it's 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 one of the franchises that has a legitimate shot at arguing. Yo, we might have the best trilogy. In I all feel of you on that boat. I would also bring up Fallout 1 through 3, Tekken okay. 1 through 3, okay. God of War 1 through 3, Uncharted 1 through 3. Yep, yep, yep. And I don't know where you fit in projects that have done more than 3, right? Like like Call of Duty, I don't know if you were to take Modern Warfare 1, Modern Warfare 2, mm. and Black Ops 1 or something. You know what I mean? Like if you were to able to take any 3 era, 3 video game stretch, but... Ooh, what a start to that <laughs> franchise, man. If they were to able to find any of that start that Halo had, man, that would be nuts. We need that Master Chief Juice back from like uh-huh. 2007, 2008, 2009, bro. The mystery, the lore, the it w- it just felt epic. Everything about Halo in the beginning felt epic. Elton, nice work, brother. Great work on the uh, the gaming stories as always. Thank you for coming on 7:31 a.m. Always appreciate you, Sir Bo. <laughs> we will now head on over into entertainment. A uh, quick little update here. Last night was the Emmys, so we will be reacting to that. Well, I'll have a reaction to that out for tomorrow's episode, actually. But then the actual story in entertainment is more Elvis news. Sophia Coppola's Priscilla announced their cast. This was a big year for the Elvis story. Austin Butler's likely to receive a Best Actor nomination. The movie did very, very well in theaters. This is the this is the vision that Warner Brothers has moving forward and what they want their projects to look like. But we have another project now, and this one's going to be coming from the daughter of Francis Ford Coppola, who directed, of course, The Godfather, Sophia Coppola, and Priscilla Presley's 1985 best-selling memoir, Elvis and Me, is getting its film adaptation from Sophia Coppola. Coppola wrote the film, she's going to direct the film, and it will be titled Priscilla, with Kaylee Spaney and Jacob Elordi set to star as Priscilla and Elvis, respectively. The big deal here, at least to me, is that A24 is going to handle the release of the film, and this will be the third collab between A24 and Sofia Coppola following On the Rocks and The Bling Ring. No release dates, no production schedule, anything like that, but certainly a very, very interesting project moving forward. We will now wrap up 7.31 a.m. over in sports. Sports. We got some injury updates from week one of the NFL season, and I'm just going to run through them. I'm just going to run through them really fast. These are all courtesy of Adam Schefter. And, you know, Monday is a sad day for a lot of fans because you're losing some great players. Sure. Yes, people are celebrating. Um, great. You got to win. But if you win week one and you get hurt, you might have won the battle and lost the war. Let's see. Uh, 
how any of these injuries match up. 49ers running back Elijah Mitchell is expected to be sidelined about two months with a sprained MCL. Uh, Chris Godwin, wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, had a hamstring injury on Sunday. It looked not great during the game, but now they don't think it's as serious as what it once was. Um, they're hoping to have him back sooner rather than later. Buccaneers offensive tackle Donovan Smith has a hyperextended elbow and will be more like, hey, how much pain can I take? Because it doesn't seem like he can get hurt anymore, but um, the pain will be the determinant on how soon he'll be able to return. Steelers Defensive Player of the Year, TJ Watt, and this was a big one. This might have been the biggest injury on Sunday. He's going to be getting second and third opinions on his torn pectoral muscle uh, today on Tuesday. So we'll get more information there. If he needs surgery, his season is over. But if he doesn't need surgery, then he could possibly return in six weeks. And then the last one, Ravens cornerback Kyle Fuller tore his ACL and he will be out for the year. So um, don't like doing these these bits of news, but got to do them. It is part of the NFL and is a big, big story every single week. That'll be it for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, let's head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. Hop into our Discord, chat with us, be part of the family. We will be back tomorrow. As always, remember, stay curious. Stay curious.